The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. I cited here, and I was going through my emails. I was looking through uh, random jokes that are already being sent in for the end of the week. We've got a few of those that have come in. Uh, And a guy named Jason in Parma, Ohio, which I believe is near Cleveland, uh, wrote what I, I consider a heartfelt uh, even slobbering, I would go as far, Jason, as to call your letter slobbering your email here over LeBron James. Uh, and he believes, my man Jason here, is a, he says he listens a few nights a week, uh, says that LeBron James has now passed Michael Jordan by. He, he's buying the, exactly, I mean, slobber, 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 slobber. Uh, he was all over this. And then he gave me a bunch of stats to back up his position. Uh, and he said you should do a Maller monologue on this. LeBron's earned it. Uh, okay. Uh, well, here's how I will answer that. First of all, I want to say thank you, Jason. I appreciate the fact that you admit, at least to me, you admitted that you listen. Uh, and then the next thing I would say is be careful what you ask for. Uh, because I will give you a Maller monologue about LeBron James. You want to compare and contrast Michael Jordan. I will give you my thoughts on LeBron James. Now, is he the greatest player of this generation? Yes, I will give you that. That's not really going out on a limb. But if you want to get into a deeper conversation, which I try to avoid these, but if you want to get into a deeper conversation on who's better, I, know, I realize this is a one-sided conversation because Jason, I, I don't think he's allowed to call his job, uh, but he does listen. But the, the deeper conversation on who's better versus LeBron James or Michael Jordan, which sounds like something that was just made for a blog or uh, made for some kind of you know, old newspaper column or something like that. I don't know if it's made for our show, uh, but you're not going to like my thoughts. You're not going to like my thoughts because I looked at the numbers, and the numbers are there. There's more than the numbers. I mean, it's a little bit of a nuance involved in this. But when you take a wide-ranging look at LeBron James and Michael Jordan, the report card has Michael Jordan on top. I don't think that's shocking. I don't think that's outrageous. 
Jason thinks that's outrageous. He thinks that LeBron's done enough already to pass him by. And, and I would maintain, even if Cleveland were to upset the Golden State Warriors as a big underdog in the NBA Finals, should that happen, should the Cavaliers beat the Warriors, I don't see a way that my grade is going to change. M- Michael Jordan is still ahead of LeBron James, even if, if that outcome happens. And, and I'll tell you why here. Number one, uh, another championship is not going to erase the what I deem the shortcomings on King James' uh, resume. Now, what are those shortcomings? Uh, the, the main sticking point for me is Le- LeBron James, over the last handful of years, in the prime of his NBA career, has treated the regular season like a nuisance. It's a it's a bothersome event, and that, and that troubles me it, it, because are the playoffs more important? Yes. But does that mean that you should spit a loogie at the regular season like LeBron James often does? No. Michael Jordan, one of the things that he prided himself on was playing as often as he possibly could, even though the Chicago Bulls, for much of his time, were running away with uh, their playoff position, the top seed in the East, if you will, and uh, dominating opponents most of the time. But he rarely, Jordan, in in that day rested. He played pretty much every game if he was healthy enough to perform, and it was all about an honest uh, day or game of performance. The, the healthy scratch thing in that time was not something that was universally accepted. And I know that uh, you know, that was when men were men, right? When Jordan was playing the game of basketball and all that. Uh, and, and that's, you know, old guy uh, conversation. But I I, I just, I, I have a problem with it. <laughs> Call me crazy for having a problem with healthy basketball players who think, think it is their right to not play. They, they believe they figured out uh, how many minutes one plays and when one is going to have fatigue. They think they've figured all this out. And but in it felt different. Like there was a genuine desire to play as often as possible. And more importantly, if you didn't play and you were physically able to play, there was shame that was involved. It's different now. LeBron James, one of his great accomplishments is the fact that he's able with the the Cavaliers. Uh, he pretty much does everything, but I assume there's other people uh, that are around him that kind of advise him. He, he takes great joy in manipulating the NBA schedule. He was not the creator of this, the general laziness, but he has certainly embraced this particular lifestyle in the NBA. He's never played all 82 games. He's been around 14 years now, and Michael Jordan did it nine times in his full 14, uh, in, in his uh, his run with the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards. His last year, I think he played, I think he played 82 games his last year in the NBA, Michael Jordan. All right, so the second thing here, LeBron versus uh, going back to Jason here is all you know slobbering all over LeBron. Like LeBron's one of the great front runners of all time. That's the second point here. He, he's on on top of his game when he is in the front of the race. He's like the racehorse. If the racehorse gets out of the the, uh, the starting gate and gets in front, you're not going to catch the racehorse. But if the racehorse does not get in front, you are oh, the, the horse has no chance, no chance, and and. and Adversity, you know, nobody likes adversity, but generally speaking, overcoming the odds and being in a position where you are not the favorite is not something that has gone well overall for the body of work that LeBron has had. He plays in the Eastern Conference, which I know is his happy place, watered down, and we can go into all that if you want to bang that drum. And, and the most important thing, that, other than what I've already said here when it comes to Jordan versus LeBron, just to address Jason's point is that LeBron, and, and you could say this is no fault of his own, there there is no real rival. I mean, we've tried to drum up LeBron versus Steph Curry. Right? We've tried to drum that up, that this is somehow this great adversary, that they, they're going to butt heads in the NBA Finals for the third straight year. But in all reality, there's no friction. There's no real friction. Does LeBron like that Steph Curry is uh, seen as the good guy? No, he doesn't like that. But do they guard each other? LeBron's more worried about marketing opportunities than anything else. That's why he's upset with Steph Curry. But Michael Jordan, as great as he was in his career at different points, he had rivalries, legitimate rivalries, 
with players like Isaiah Thomas, Gary Payton, John Starks of all people, Reggie Miller, players like that. There were a host of players that were legitimate uh, con- competitors to Michael Jordan. LeBron James does not have that. Now, you can say he doesn't have that in part because there's just not many good players around, but who would it be? DeMar DeRozan? Paul George? I mean, who are the who are the rivals of LeBron James? The other Isaiah Thomas, the place of the Celtics, who's the size of a – he's a very small man. He's a very tiny man. He's a water bug. Uh, and who else? Carmelo Anthony. Who, you know, he's lazier than LeBron James. The Greek freak, he hasn't been around long enough. There's nobody. We got – the list is zero. The list is zero. LeBron James' biggest hassle is having to decide – which games he wants to miss while healthy. Now, that's a burden. That is a burden. And I don't want to be stressed. I understand it. It's very difficult here. Uh, But it's all by design. It's all by design. And if you want to play the hypothetical, which is what we're doing here, we're playing the hypothetical game, the benefit of being in the Eastern Conference is to avoid the the pitfalls of the West. The, The better teams are out West. And so he stayed in the Eastern Conference. It worked out very well for him. Let's see, he's made a ton of money. He, he is the puppet master in Cleveland. He controls everything LeBron James does. It's the path of least resistance. Now, the, the bottom line here, LeBron James, he's going to break most of Jordan's records. So, Jason, I don't disagree with you on that point. He's because LeBron's going to play uh, another four years, another five years, probably, maybe more than that. If he wants to keep playing, he can play until he's – in his early 40s if he wants, and suck and still get paid a lot of money to do it. Uh, but if you if you look at the overall performance, you also got to factor in David Stern vanished Michael Jordan because of a gambling scandal. Do we have to say allegedly anymore? It's pretty much been written in a bunch of books and all that. Uh, so he had to miss a couple years of his career. And notice that none of this I have made it through without pointing out championships because I am not a member of of the Championship Defenders League. I'm not. Uh, the last criteria I will look at is how many championships people have. I, uh, that It's an individual head-to-head matchup. So I'm not going to go, well, yeah, but Jordan was 6-for-6 six six in the NBA Finals. That's the last thing I'm going to look at. It's the last thing. Uh, and, yeah, I, I get the argument. It's, and there is some legitimacy to the argument that if LeBron James was in the West. If you look at what he's done, he's been to the finals seven times. This will be his eighth trip to the finals this year. He's three and four in the NBA finals. So by that logic, if you – and I know it's a little shaky logic, but just you know, work with me on this. If he played in the West, does that mean that LeBron would have only been to the finals three times? Is that it? Because there's better teams in the West. He would have had more pitfalls. You can make that argument. Now, you have to stretch – you got to stretch your arms out. you got to have a good wingspan to make that argument. But you can make that argument. You can make it. All right, so uh, thank you, Jason, for the email. That is my rebuttal to your slobbering statistical nonsense that you sent me about LeBron James. You guys want me to turn my brain off because I'm a, I have a huge basketball IQ? No, please do not do it. You do not want that. But did, did LeBron get his blankie and his glass of warm milk now that he's going to have to get the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals now. When, when is Cleveland heading to Northern California? I guess Wednesday, right? Wednesday will be the travel day, and they'll work out on Thursday, and then they'll play. Are the, or, uh, the work, Are they already there? Did they leave on Tuesday? I'm Do not in the right mind to even talk about Golden State. To look at the travel plans for Cleveland. Well, maybe they're leaving early in the morning on Wednesday, and then they'll work out Wednesday, and then they'll play on Thursday. Does it really matter at this point? It's not like they're traveling by stagecoach. I don't think they have to worry about getting the flu uh, on their – well, maybe if you fly. Well, All right, anyway, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you want to be part of the festivities, you know how to get a hold of us. Give us a call. We'd love to, to hear you. Operators are standing by right now for a limited time only. And – but wait, there's more. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie alongside as we – Continue to talk the night away here on Fox Sports Radio. And I always love when the Dodgers beat the Cheating Cardinals. Beat them up pretty good. That was enjoyed, Moved them enjoyed in the, that. Th- the blue are in first place. Where they belong. It's their birthright. They <laughs> yeah. belong there. So I always like when the Giants lose as well. They got beaten up a little bit. They lost by three runs. They were they, uh, When I turned on the game, it was all Nationals. So I don't know when the Giants scored their runs. Because early on, it was all it was all that natitude. Yeah. yeah. Bryce Harper yeah. in the lineup. Yeah. What's wrong with that? 
No, nothing. Just uh, you know, appealing that suspension. I guess going to try and some people were making squeeze a few more games there before he uh, heads off. Some baseball nerds were making a big deal about the fans booing Bryce Harper. If Bryce Harper hadn't gotten <laughs> what do you to a fight, him I know to? he's wearing the different laundry. That's what they do. You boo the opposing team. Isn't that how it's supposed to happen? I would think that's not any different. Maybe it was a little louder, but let's uh, let's roll that back a little bit, man. Uh, I mean, they cheered Barry Bonds in San Francisco. I, I mean, yes. come on. They're going to name a street after him. I mean, the guy, Bonds is getting a street named after him coming up here. Has that happened yet? It's in, it's in the works. They're working on it as we speak. I saw they're doing something for Willie Mays. I'm like, what was the holdup? What are, what's going on? They're going to like honor Willie Mays. I'm like, I'm sure they've done it before. Willie but. Mays has already been honored enough. You know yeah, why? Well, he's got the He's got that lifetime ticket on American Airlines. That's the greatest deal ever. He can fly anywhere he wants. He paid $250,000 or whatever it was back in the 1980s. He can fly anywhere. It's the single greatest accomplishment. I don't care about all the home runs that Willie Mays hit and the catch and all these great moments. The man stuck it to American Airlines. He got one of those golden tickets for the airline. Oh, he got a golden ticket. Yeah, he got it. He paid for it, though. He had to pay for his. And he has flown anywhere he wants for free. For free. I think it was like $500,000. He, he got this in the late 80s, and he's, he's been using it ever since. How awesome is that? It's pretty awesome. It's a great deal, right? Forget, yeah. Would you rather have that or a Hall of Fame baseball career? I kind of would rather have that. I think that would be – and he has both. He's got both those things going for him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Our friend Funhouse writes in, Ben, have you taken any measures to ensure that Eddie Garcia can no longer cheat at password? Uh, well, Funhouse, uh, I will tell you that we, we have put him on warning uh, that the uh, senior management at this company is aware of what's been going on on these game shows and the uh, ethical <laughs> violation, the <laughs> lack of integrity that some people on this staff have shown. Ben Maller. Is humiliating, and uh, we hope that those mistakes that were made, those ethical mistakes that were made by some of the people on the show ben Maller. will stop. Uh, we, we know that uh, Eddie is a master manipulator and <laughs> has been able to brainwash people. Ben, 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 you got to give me a break here now. And if you listen, Funhouse, on, I know you do on a, a few nights a week, uh, Eddie, oftentimes, he's been caught red-handed and... That's why he got the nickname Willie. He got the who is, nickname who is Willie. The member of the staff? By cheating. Who was the member it's of the unreal. staff? Who was, and then he blames who, me who, for who, this. Who had a witness blasphemy find him on thesaurus.com while he was playing oh, that password. Was, no. Who who is that? That was fake news is what that was. You believe fake news. You don't even know the there was difference. A, there was another member of the FSR family yes. who was walking who by. Who was trying to get me fired and who, trying to take my job, oh, so he made stuff <laughs> up about me. Who witnessed Jonas you Knox on the computer. Jonas Knox, who's trying to take my job. Because your vocabulary is so limited, you had to go to the computer limited, to try please. and find words to help you win a game. See, that's Eddie. Again, this is a red herring by Eddie Garcia. Eddie's not, and rather than uh, not, you know, just focusing in on what I said, him cheating, he's like, I, well, I've never cheated once in any game. You are such a liar. Oh, my God. You, really, you, you lie every the, night the on the show, and you Eddie, call me a liar? The on-air light is on. You just said that on the air, Eddie. That's not off the air. No, it it's isn't. On it's air. on the record. You just Never embarrassed yourself. Never once ever cheated take in some, this game. Take some Never. responsibility. Take responsibility. There's only one guy that is currently talking on the radio who, is, who has been witnessed to be cheating by a third party and still is blaming other people. You're the guy talking. You were talking. It's, it's you. you. It's Jonas you. Knox I, saw you oh, cheating. Jonas Knox is lying. He's you can lied. light me on fire. He lies With no all hopes. the time. All right, please. He's feeding stuff to the Washington Post also while we speak in the New York Times. How well, dare there's you? A, there's another lie. Yeah, there's just I, I a fun know. way to get it in. I don't know if it's just lie, lie or not. You lie Please. nightly. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. I lie and you cheat. You no, are I don't. a cheater. Admit your fingerprints are all over the game show cheating. You have done <laughs> you it. You are a paranoid so loser. I'm not paranoid at all. Yes, you are. I'm not paranoid at all. Just because and you I, lose, you have to blame someone because have, you lose instead of looking to, in the mirror just at yourself to prove, because you're not good at these games. Just to prove what a fraud you are, I have on several occasions tried to put in safety nets. 
to protect the te- integrity of the game, and you guys have pushed back on that. I, All three I, of you. I, that's have a complete pushed, lie. You have complained. You have whined what, about what you, it. What safety nets have you put in? I, I've gone through the game show. I've gone point by point on how we can correct the integrity issues that we have. Here. Like what? Give me and an I've example. The only way we can do it is you not playing. Give me an example of what you're talking about. The only way we can protect the integrity. Well, I wanted to have callers pick numbers every week. And we just did Danny that, and compl- you lost. Danny complained about that. We just that. did that last week. Danny did we was, not, Coop? There was a Leave Coop out of this. I don't He's need a member Coop. of the staff. I'm talking to you. I'm talking Coop to Coop. Coop is part of the conspiracy. I Coop actually is can't one remember the last time Ben won one, a game. Did we yeah. not just do what yeah. Ben suggested? That's because you don't have a good memory. He, he claims, Your memory sucks. He claims that we have... We have you smoke so much every, weed, you don't have a memory. Turn, at every what? turn, we're trying to dismiss you are. his ways. You, you, we did it every, last week, turn, and he lost. You, you guys get we together. Had the you spend the most effort, right? The most effort on how can we screw Just keep talking loud, and maybe people will believe you, but I doubt it. Coop's in on it, right? Let me get the stupid person yes, to play with Maller. The whole Maller. world is against Ben. Let me get the village idiot. Because that's the only way Ben could actually Listen, lose. Again, the, the whole listener world knows, has to be against him. The listener knows what this is the all about. The listeners do know. I have smart. every confidence they, that they do know. Yeah. Oh, see, that's that's Eddie right there. You see what he's doing Eddie, right you there? Want, you want a stat of the day? I love, Manipulation. Sure, I love stats. I don't need a Last stat of the day. games, 75 nothing against Ben. He's been shot out three password games in a row. Turn his mic off. We must be all cheating for Ben to lose like that. He's an idiot. Turn his mic off. How dare him? Uh-huh. How dare See, you? See, he's afraid of the facts. I'm not afraid of the facts. You, you were talking cheating. about turning his mic off. We, got, we, we had to stop the game because of the cheating. We had to stop the game. You misfits, we had to stop the game because you guys. He wants to Run! censor the press. Yeah. I want to censor the cheating, all right? I wanna, please. You want to censor the losing and get, your stinking you know we performances. Need? We need the Central Intelligence Agency in here is what we need. Bring them we in. Need the CIA. I welcome them. I welcome we them. Need them. Bring them in. Here. in. That's what we need. I, I can't wait for them to get uh, here. Stop. Uh, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Thank you for that fun house. I really needed that. All right. Uh, let's say hello to. Oh, really? I no. I don't. Do I have to? T- do I have to take that? It's the, Is it it's cowboy. The law. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is it my man, cowboy? Cowboy Tom yeah. in yeah. San Diego yeah. is on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, That's oh, karma right no. there. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's your punishment. That's right. <laughs> Oh, you're in fantasy land. You are so. You gotta go to Disneyland and go to fantasy land. You are so worried. You are. And you are. You're, you are oh, such a. You're such a dork. Let me let me explain something to you here. If I if I had go, uh, stop hey. stop with your annoying laugh. If hey. I had said Cowboy Tom six months ago, stop. If I had said six months ago, the Lakers in one in one side of the equation could hire Magic Johnson. Or the other side, they could hire Jerry West back. You and all your crony Laker historians would have said, we got to bring Jerry West back. He's the logo. He's the genius. All the great Laker players were because of Jerry West. And instead, and instead, Cowboy Tom, you got a guy, Magic Johnson, who when it comes to basketball decisions is a clown. Well, according to you, he's a clown. No, according to his own Twitter according feed. According to you. According to his Twitter hey, feed. He, he makes, he makes Donald Trump look like a genius on Twitter. How about that? How's, how's CP3 going to look in Spurs' uh, uh, uniform? He's not going to the Spurs, Cowboy Tom. <laughs> How's he going to look there? He, you know, he, he might as well, if he goes to the Spurs, he should wear a dunce cap because he'd be leaving $50 million on the table. Who would leave $50 million well, well, on the table? He's made millions would you, already. Maybe you, he wants yeah. to go somewhere yeah. where he could actually have a chance to get past the first round. How many how many Spurs do you see? Oh, I mean, second round. I mean, Cowboy, you know, Cowboy the Tom. made it to the second round. He wants to go somewhere where he could get past the second round, at least play in the conference finals. Now, Cowboy Tom, how many Spurs do you see doing commercials? Like a Kawhi Leonard selling cars and insurance and all that. Uh, no, you don't see that because Spurs players don't get those kind of endorsement opportunities. Clipper players do, not Spurs players. Uh, all, you know, all they have is the insurance in, uh, endorsement, and he'll do that in San Antonio still. It doesn't uh, matter uh, where is, he is. That, is, still, that is incorrect. You are, the, you, the, are, uh, you are lying. Insurance. You are wrong. That is incorrect. Well, that is a well, falsehood. Well, of course I'm wrong. I'm I talking know. to the almighty Karnak here. That is correct. I have. <laughs> I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. I have soothsaying ability. I believe you. Yes, that is correct. I am such a radio loser. I will laugh at you. I will do four <laughs> out when Jerry West signs with the Clippers. Four hours. I don't even care if there's an NBA Finals game. Four hours of Jerry West conversation. How about that? 
Hey, you'd be talking about a Laker greatness then. Another Laker that's uh, <laughs> that the, the franchise turned their back on. You can't yeah, you can't talk Laker. about Clipper greatness because that doesn't exist. Uh, that's an right, oxymoron. Glory days right now, Clipper basketball. <laughs> Let's uh, see, how, see how the Lakers are doing. Clipper greatness. The, the Lakers are good at the lottery, though. I'll give you that. You get that second pick every year, and you get some stiff that you prop up and say how great they are. All right, oh, I must we'll go. Uh, thank you, Cowboy Tom. You're All welcome. Right. All right, uh, there he goes, the always annoying Cowboy Tom. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. As uh, I was actually partaking, I was consuming some of the sports media 24-7 coverage that took place on Tuesday. And I, I got to tell you, I was a little sad to learn that Tiger Woods had passed away. I was, I was devastated that Tiger had died because uh, I believe he had died. Otherwise, why would there be 24-7 media coverage on this? And, and if Tiger wants to know what it's going to be like when he does die, uh, what kind of coverage there will be, I think he got a taste of it uh, over the last day or so. We now know the answer because uh, slightly over the top, I mean, maybe I'm being a little harsh here, because of the DUI arrest of Tiger Woods. Now, we have some new developments. We have new developments. The story has been advanced since last time we talked about this. Now, to lead off, we have learned that the the police report has great detail, and it's just a one-page report, but there's great detail in it. And we now know that Tiger Woods, according to the police, was asleep at the wheel of his car. And he had to be woken up by the police officers and knocking on the window saying, hey, uh, stupid, what are you doing? And then he failed the sobriety test, which is different than the initial story that was reported. And then it turns out when the police woke him up, Tiger Woods apparently was a little slow. He's like some of the people that call our show. A little slow, a little slurred speech, uh, a little out there. A little out there, right? And, and so, so then it gets even better because the police report says that Tiger then told the police that you know the, the standard question is, where are you coming from? And I knew that was the standard question. Anyone that's ever been pulled over, we've all been pulled over, and that's the number one question. Right? The number one question is, where are you coming from? And then the follow-up is, where are you going? And so my man Tiger, according to this police report, told the cop that he was coming from California, that he was coming from Go! California, and he'd been golfing in California. And I know times are tough, but I, I'm pretty sure that Tiger can still afford that golf stream uh, and does not need uh, to drive his Mercedes over to uh, Florida from California. And according to the, the police, the Tiger had changed his story about where – well, obviously he was changing his story. I don't, think, I don't think the police would buy that he was driving from California. And so he didn't know where he was. He even asked the police officer at one point – this is another one of, the, uh, one of my favorite parts of this – he asked the police officer how far away he was from home. <laughs> you, generally, uh, you don't want to do that. You know, they have the, I recommend the Waze traffic app. It's what I use. If I don't know how far away from home I am, I just punch my uh, address into the Waze traffic app, and then, bam, I will be there shortly. Now, the surprise, the plot twist, there were a lot of plot twists, but the one that caught my attention – no alcohol was involved. The police report said that no alcohol was in Tiger Woods' system, that uh, he did take a test. Uh, Tony La Russa and Michael Floyd approve of Tiger Woods, by the way, getting getting uh, popped for sleeping because they both had the same thing happen. Michael Floyd, didn't he sign with the Vikings? So, yeah, he's, he's worked out all right. La Russa's had a bunch of jobs since that took place. So, But uh, Tiger told the police that he had had a cocktail of four different Prescription drugs. That was in the police report. And that apparently that mixture uh, turned him into a zombie. That turned him into a living uh, zombie uh, just uh, going around there. Now, the next thing that's going to happen in the next week or so will be a urine sample. And, uh, boy, have I have not been this excited for a urine sample since the Wizenator back in the day with the Minnesota Vikings, Ontario Smith. But we, uh, Tiger Woods took a urine sample, and that supposedly is going to reveal exactly what drugs he was using. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that this is all 100% on the up and up? I, I'm a skeptic. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not a gullible type. I tend to believe that we're getting a version of the truth, but not the whole truth. Like, 
Is it just going to be for prescription drugs? Are there going to be any, I don't know, party drugs that might be on that test? I'm just asking. Probably not, right? Tiger doesn't do that. He does not party like that. He would never do that. That would be wrong, and there would be no party drugs in that at all. So, And then the, the other mainstream sports media story that people were talking about regarding Tiger Woods, it was a big talking point, was about empathy. It was about empathy. Jack Nicholas checked in. He said he felt bad for Tiger Woods after he was arrested for DUI, and he offered to help. He said, Jack, in any way that he could, he offered to help Tiger Woods. It was a very noble position to take uh, for Jack. And many people asking the question in the sports golf media, uh, does Tiger Woods deserve sympathy? Uh, and my answer to that is no. I don't, I don't have any sympathy here. For Tiger, it's hard for me to work up a lot of emotion for a guy that has done very well in life, and that's great. Uh, That's wonderful. Tiger's worth a quarter of a billion dollars or whatever it is after the divorce and everything else. And so he fell asleep on Vicodin in a $250,000 Mercedes. I don't have a lot of sympathy for that. Uh, He made a very uncomfortable uh, decision. And now he's he's going to have to live with that, and he'll be all right. This is not the end of Tiger Woods. The end of Tiger Woods as a golfer was several years ago. Now, furthermore, does Tiger Woods have an opiate problem? Right? Does he have a problem here with opiates? And Or was this really just a bad reaction? Again, I go back to the skeptic. I'm a curious skeptic. Uh, it, it is certainly possible that Tiger just had a bad reaction. This is just bad luck. But my position is that even if that's the case, even if that's the best-case scenario, that Tiger Woods simply had a bad reaction to a mixture of prescribed drugs, uh, he should have known better. Now, I've never taken Vicodin. My mom was very sick. Uh, she passed away a couple of years ago. But she was on all kinds of opiates and whatnot. I mean, they, that's what they're for. They're for people that are really sick and uh, are dying. They give you these drugs, and they make you feel better. Uh, and I looked at some of those, and I remember there, there were warning label, labels all over those uh, packages, and I know no one reads the warning labels. But if you're taking a powerful uh, drug like some of the drugs that, that Woods is allegedly taking, it says on the warning label that it may impair, Vicodin may impair your thinking or reactions, and you should avoid driving or operating machinery until you know how the drug will affect you. So... The question must be asked, you know, Tiger's been out for a while, plausibly with all these medical ailments, so is this a case where he's taking painkillers on a regular basis and it's like he's popping breath mints after a nice spicy meal? He's just popping these painkillers in. Now, the final word, what happens next? This is where it gets even better because we are waiting. And when the sun rises, we never get the good stuff. We only get the arrests. We never get the, uh, the follow-up because people work these normal hours. I hate those people. Uh, but we are waiting for the Florida, the police department there where Tiger was popped, to release the dash cam video of Tiger Woods' arrest. Now, what's on the video? We don't know what's on the video. We've heard some whispers. That's the next shoe that's going to drop here. Now, Tiger Woods did not perform apparently very well, on the roadside DUI exercise. So how's that, how's that going to look? Uh, and when he was asked if he understood the instructions, according to the uh, police uh, report that was let out, uh, he, <laughs> this is great, he was asked if he understood the instructions to recite the alphabet backwards. And Tiger Woods said yes, uh, and then uh, recite the entire national anthem backwards which is much more difficult. I would think that's much more difficult to do the national anthem. <laughs> that's just – have, have you ever – we'll bring in Eddie and uh, the, uh, the cast of characters, Eddie Steamboat. Will, have you ever been asked to recite the alphabet backwards? Have you ever been pulled over and asked to do that, Eddie? No. You have not? No, I have not. I have. I have. I, uh, I got pulled over years ago. This is when I was in college. Uh, I got pulled over, and they asked me to uh, to walk the line. Thought I was drunk, and uh, then they asked me to do the breathalyzer. The funny thing is, I'd not had a drink in like a month. I uh, wish I had had a drink. I had not, and uh, I passed. 
but I was nervous. I was like, I was like, because I hadn't done the alphabet since like uh, elementary school. You know, how often do you, how often do you do the alphabet? And then the officers are like, don't sing. You're not allowed to sing. The only way I know how to do the ABCs is to sing. That's how <laughs> that I do right? the ABCs. I sing. That's interesting. Exactly. And then to walk the line. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big guy now. I was much bigger when I was asked to walk the line. And you're asking a very large, obese person to walk in a straight line, one foot in front of the other. That is, you're testing uh, basic uh, you know, weight and uh, gravity and all of that. But I passed. So I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I, the, the closest I came to something like that was I got pulled over, and I had no idea why, and the uh, officer said, you were having trouble maintaining your lane. <laughs> and I said, okay. Were, I you, been, were, were you? I don't know. I could have yeah. been screwing around with the radio or something. Yeah. And uh, then he got a call and said, uh, I got to go. <laughs> he, oh, he that's laugh. the best, man. He took off. Something, something more pressing was happening than me maintaining my lane, and that was that. I've been pulled over a lot at night because – we get off the air, and there's not many cars on the road, so it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. They assume that everyone's drunk when we when when our show ends, uh, and I'm I'm uh, cruising around the freeways. So I've been pulled over. I used to live in L.A., like downtown L.A. I'd get pulled over like around Hollywood, the Highway Patrol on the 101 in Hollywood at night. You drive at a certain hour, your chances of getting pulled over are pretty good. And uh, and then I just say like I'm coming from the radio station, and they like oh, we never heard of you, but okay, you know you can go and. And do your thing. Coop, have you been pulled over for, for driving under the influence, Coop? Uh, not for no? driving under the influence, but I have been pulled over numerous times and yeah. been suspected of, of, or I guess. Oh, so you're like me. I, you, I was a suspect. I was a person of interest, but proved not to be. Exactly. Now, Coop, when you rolled down the window, a cloud did not emerge from the car, did it? <laughs> like, you know, Cheech and Chong or That's something? That's a story for another time, Eddie. <laughs> Um, for medical reasons. <laughs> yeah, story for another Don't they time. actually, was that hot housing? Is that what they call that? Hot boxing. Hot boxing. Hot right? housing. <laughs> <laughs> That's something totally different. We'll explain that. Okay. But yeah, no, I've never had to actually get out of the car and like do the ABC's backwards things, but a few times I have been asked to, you know, follow the, the light with my eyes and- Oh, yeah. And That's then, a good one, you know, too. Touch, touch my nose, that whole thing. You get a little anxiety when you do that, right? You're like, this is not- a little bit, but yeah. I mean, I I don't drink at all ever, so I mean, I was not worried about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not a big, big boozer at this point, uh, not at all. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. It is the tonic. That will get you through the night. You will be reju- rejuvenated is how you will you will feel after this. Invigorated. Mallard of the third degree. Coupe de loop. Well, Cowboy Tom hinted at it a little bit earlier tonight. You don't have to reference previous calls. It is more likely than not that Chris Paul will opt out of the final year of his contract with the Clippers. As he should. There have been a lot of speculation regarding where he might end up, but the most recent reports say that the Clippers are an overwhelming favorite to keep that CP3. That is accurate, of course. Why would you leave the Clippers? Well, I, I believe I know where we're headed with this, but how confident are <laughs> you that Chris Paul will stick with the Clips? I am not concerned. I am very confident that the Clippers will have five players take the court on opening night. Whoever those five players are, they will be competent NBA players. But the main reason, I'll tell you why. A, it is always about the money. Players talk about championships and chasing rings and cherry-picking here and there, but it ultimately comes back to the money. Chris Paul would be the village idiot of the NBA to leave Los Angeles at this point. The Clippers are going to offer Paul $205 million. $205 million over five years. They have those infamous bird rights, whatever the hell that means. Uh, so it doesn't matter they, they, whether they have salary cap space or not. They can go over the salary cap to re-sign Chris Paul. The Spurs, your Lakers, anybody else in the NBA can only offer Paul $152 million over four years. So this is, even if you're bad at math, this math is pretty easy. And part B of this, Chris Paul is 30 years old. He's got two seasons left in his prime, and I will admit he's going to decline after that. So this is a huge contract, but you're not going to leave $50 million on the table 
in what is likely your last mega contract in the NBA. So the the Clippers, if they pay Chris Paul two hundred million for five years, they're really paying him a hundred million for two years, hundred million each. So two hundred million for two years, and and then whatever they get after that is gravy because he'll be past his expiration date. Next. Over the weekend, the AAU team coached by LeVar Ball that also features his son, LaMelo, suffered a blowout loss to the Compton Magic. In the wake of the we loss— We don't talk enough AAU results. Exactly. We don't. In the wake of the loss, there was some people across social media poking fun at the poor play of LaMelo, even creating a compilation video of all of his bad plays. Now, Some members of the media came to LaMelo's defense saying that mocking a 15-year-old is taking dislike for LeVar a bit too far. Do you agree, Ben, or is LaMelo free game? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back on that. It is, he is fair game, uh, absolutely, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Number one, because of LeVar Ball, right? The, and I love LeVar. I'm all about it. I hope he sells a zillion shoes, and he does very well for himself. I love the carnival barkers in sports. But that publicity tour that LeVar Ball has been doing, going on all the TV shows on Fox Sports 1 and anywhere else that will put him on, he has made – all of his children, legitimate targets for sports conversation, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And what's going on is schadenfreude. That's what's going on right now. Now, I, personally, I don't have much interest in watching LaMelo Ball miss a bunch of shots. I have seen the video. I just don't have a, much of an appetite for AAU basketball at this point. Now, the, the last thing, the second thing on this, LaVar Ball being the patriarch of the Carnival Barkers in sports right now, and that family. I, I get that he's an acquired taste, I, and I am in the minority here. I like the guy. Right? And there are groups of people who have mobilized, organized, trained, and prepared to rage war on social media against the Ball family because they don't like the pompous attitude of LeVar Ball. And get over yourself. Big deal. If his kid sucks in the NBA, the older kid, Lonzo, that's fine. And if LaMelo Ball's no good, that's not the end of the world. Just tune him out if you don't like him. Next! And there was a video over the weekend that went viral of a kid at a North California water park that flew off the slide. Yeah. I was in Northern California. They don't don't typically call it North, you know. Did I say North California? You did. Oh, well, Northern California, NorCal, whatever. Oh, no. Anyway, don't, it was don't a... call it nor, nor. I don't think they like NorCal. And I got a lecture from the Golden State Warriors play-by-play guy years ago, who uh, Tim Roy, who's a friend. And I, I'm not a friend. I'm acquaintance. I know him a little bit. I, I used to say Frisco. Oh, people go nuts when you say Frisco. That is like a crime against NorCal. Humanity. Ray said NorCal. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, right, we continue. <laughs> I don't kid, want to get hung up on words. Yes, the kid flew off the water slide. It was a very scary looking video. Got yeah. me to wondering, Ben, what is the scariest ride that you have ever been on? Yeah, I'm not a, not a big uh, ride guy, mainly because I'm not able to get on many of the rides. I'm I'm a very tall person, and on, uh, you don't have this issue, Coops. You're you're lucky in this respect. You go to an amusement park, you can go on every ride. You're good to go. My legs will not allow me. My knees will not allow me to fit on most rides. I have squeezed on like Space Mountain at Disneyland. I thought I was going to be decapitated, though, because it was so dark in there, and I should not have been in the car. They should have stopped the ride and not allowed me on. It was, <laughs> it was one of the most frightening experiences of my life. Uh, I'm not kidding. I mean, it's, it's pretty much on the, sca- on the spectrum of roller coasters, Space Mountain's like on the wuss level. But I thought I was going to die because there, there are a couple points on Space Mountain where you know you feel like above your head – you can feel there's stuff like right above your head. What a way to go out if I died. I know people have died on Space Mountain, but most of my frightening rides, Coop, have been on the friendly skies, the airlines, uh, stuck on planes. They make planes for people the size of yourself, Coop. They don't make planes for tall people and big, fat people. And I uh, tend to go to the East Coast a lot, to New York or Boston or Florida, and you get in a middle seat on a flight from Los Angeles to Orlando or to JFK in New York, you are putting your life at risk there. You, 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 you want to know what a sardine feels like? You're living it. So th- those are my worst nightmares with rides more than roller coasters. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You passed us. That's a winner. We know where we're taking you for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get that Periscope app ready. If you're curious what some random radio people look like, you want to go behind the curtain. We actually have blinds here. But if you want to go behind the blinds of Fox Sports Radio and go into the cave, the Ben Cave that we broadcast from, the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, get the Periscope app open. We have People say, why don't you move to Facebook Live? We haven't done that yet. Maybe we will at some point, but we're still using the Periscope app. Eddie on FSR on Periscope, and let's do this. Here we go. Tinderoni tips. In a bit of a dry spell, Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. And Danny G will make his way into the main studio. If you want to know what Tinderoni tips are, Danny G giving out dating and relationship advice. And this show so popular, this segment, that once we started doing it, Loveline went off the air. The radio show Loveline that had been on for like 30 years on radio late at night was canceled because, in part, we hear possibly because of Tinderoni tips. That's the rumor. True, Ben. Yeah. They, they couldn't hang with 2020. Could not handle it. Could not handle it. The future. Uh, it's uh, sports radio, and it's when it meets hump day. Happy hump day. Yeah. Uh, Curtis on Twitter writes in says, Danny, so this girl I've been dating for a month is way too sloppy. Kisses with way too much tongue. Uh, hate when that happens. Uh, how do <laughs> I handle it? I don't know about you, Ben, but pet peeve when a woman doesn't know how to kiss the right way. Yes, Danny. Uh, <laughs> yes. Go ahead. You We're in Safe her. Harbor. I just took some training. It's Safe Harbor. It you is. can be obscene, Danny. Yeah. Go ahead. Be obscene, Danny. Move that sloppy kiss elsewhere because it doesn't belong. I don't know. When a woman pushes her tongue like that in your mouth too much, too fast at the beginning, I, at least to me, sloppy kissers are a turnoff. So, but is this, Danny, a coachable moment? Could this be where you as the uh, a great uh, – Yeah. When the relationship gets to the point that yeah. you know what I'm talking about, then you got to tell her what's going on and show her how to do it the right way. See, I'd be more concerned if she was like a pig at her house and her bathroom was all <laughs> messed up. She didn't you know, take showers. I'd be worried about that more than a, a sloppy kiss. I thought you were just calling her a pig for a second. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she is. Uh, let's. Uh, we have a call. You want to take a call? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, uh, but, remember when that guy used to call up back in the day? The, oh, uh, I can't even remember his name. Mr. Yeah, Smooth, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Smooth, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Smooth. We hope he's well. He, he was an older gentleman. Always. Oh, hope fine. he's all right. Probably sleeping right now. Uh, let's say hello to Rick, who's in Vegas on Fox Sports Radio. It's Tinderoni Tips. Hello, Rick. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome, what's up, man. What's, what's your question, Rick? Well, uh, I drive for an escort here on the Strip, and recently we've been getting a lot. Uh, well, we've been getting close, and I was just wondering uh, if you think it's possible have a feasible relationship, and maybe it should leave the wife. Thank you. All right. That's got to be a fake call, but uh, we'll pretend it's real. Why not? It's a fun call. Like, uh, to have a relationship with her? Well, physical it, relationship. I yeah. mean, you can certainly... Uh, yeah, exactly. Do I don't I, think uh, you're going to take her home to your mama. Well, you said, what's the possibility of getting her to leave the life? And be oh, oh got you. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said leave the wife. I, I had my headphones uh, feeding to the Periscope, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, Ben. Well, if you win the lottery and you have a lot of money, I mean, maybe you know. Um, well, I'm sure isn't, that isn't that a, isn't that a Hollywood movie that what was the name of that movie? That uh, Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty Woman. Yeah, yeah that's old. That's OG. Um, Before my time. <laughs> no, I don't remember it. No, you were at the opening weekend. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's women who do that where they're trying to stack some money, but they get used to that lifestyle, so that makes it really, really hard to leave. And the other problem is. And once you leave that lifestyle, that's always the temptation. If you're you know, down on money and stuff, you might go back to that lifestyle, yeah. right? That's the. Uh, I dated a waitress, a, a girl who worked as a waitress inside a, a popular strip club, yeah. and it was hard for her to stay away from the stage because all the her girlfriends in there were like, "Oh, you got to do it! You're so beautiful. You you shouldn't be waiting the tables. You should be up on the stage." And she always told me, "I want to do it. I'm going to go up for amateur night." And I said, "You do that." You're going to be looking for a new boyfriend. So, yeah, yeah the, the money, hey, money's evil. 
Well, and the advice would be if you want to date an escort, move out of Vegas. I would you would take it to like <laughs> Idaho or something where there's not much going on. Uh, Justin. Idaho. <laughs> Random state. Uh, Justin on Twitter says, how soon is too soon to move in ah. with your girlfriend? Justin is not only a P1. Ben, he found his girlfriend because of advice on this segment. Oh, good. Shouts out to to Justin. Like him to delete some photos. But here's yeah. okay. Here's oh, that's somebody else. That's Jake. Here's yeah. the thing: you don't want to rush into something like that. But we all know Ben, the women who are overbearing and the kind you would not want to live with. You find that out a few weeks into dating somebody. So you should know right now whether or not she's chill enough and cool enough to share space with. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, run into it. That's uh, I would I would avoid that. Uh, Matthew in San Francisco on Twitter says, "My wife of one year has been bitching at me lately uh, about my video games. Is see? Uh, this doomed? This uh, backs up what we were just saying right now, uh, Matthew. That's bad news because they always say make sure the girl you're with supports your hobbies and vice versa. Other otherwise, it's going to end in a in yeah. But all a, a women, bad deal. All, I, I don't. And I'm obviously not a woman, but I think all women like conspire, Danny. They get together. All right, just put up with it. You'll change him, right? Yeah. You ain't changing us. No, we're men, <laughs> right? We don't change. Got to find a girl cool enough to accept you and your video games. Brother. Exactly. Just find a girl on a video game that works, right? There you go. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And let's do it. It is Password, the word game of the stars. Word game of the stars. All right, let's welcome in our contestants. We have a cast of characters that want to play from all over the place. And who is going to play? Let's see here. We'll randomly uh, pick some people. John is in Cleveland. Hello, John. What is up, Big Ben Maller? From the ballet in Cleveland. That's right. You got it, buddy. Shake, shake, shake. Do you have any specials for the NBA Finals? Uh, well, actually, we're, we're allowing um, a Harden to come in and, and spend some money around, yeah. and we're looking for uh, Carmelo again to come back, of course. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, well, all the stars will be in town when the when the Cavs are at home there for Game Absolutely. Three. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, and I want a full list of names, uh, of course. You know, oh, you can tell you me all. What happens at the strip club stays at the strip all right. club. Man, you know that. You can cool. just uh, email me, and I'll read those names well, on email, the email. Yeah. That can be that can be a different thing. All right, just let me know. Just tip me off on that, and I. I'm just curious who goes in. You know, if Jeff Van Gundy's getting lap dances, I want to know about it. We do have some, some, you know, yeah. some celebrities from time to time. All right. Like Charles Barkley, no, because I expect Charles to be at the ballet. Well, Charles actually uh, went to our competitors one time a, a long time ago and threw the guy through the, the play class window. Oh, is that, that Oh, so he won't go back to that one. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go to yours. All right. Hold on a sec, John. We got, oh, that was in Cleveland. I forgot about that. John in Cleveland. Who else is going to play? Let's see here. Uh, the Smoke Runner. Hello, Smoke Runner. What's up, man? How you doing, Smoke Runner? I think we talked to you uh, earlier. Didn't we talk to you? You were on earlier. You loved the show yeah. so much, you called back. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel like my call before was not actually validated. All right. Uh, well, uh, you're ready to go now, and he was not happy with his prior work. Uh, John, uh, what... Who would you like to partner up with, John? We got to get going on this. Man, we got to beat this guy. No, John, we're going to win. All right, I've okay. got you, the Godfather of the nudie bar, in Cleveland I mean, we gotta. against this guy over here, the, the Godfather <laughs> of I don't know what hockey. Uh, all right, hold on a sec, John. You are there, Smoke Runner. Who would you like to partner up with on Password? The OG of the OGs, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Jersey Radio. Oh, Jersey Radio. Danny G is yeah. picked. Yet another, Let's go. Let's another, go Jersey. another password where Eddie will not will not be picked. He does not win the popularity <laughs> contest. Yeah. No one wants who to play with him. Who won last week? Because he's a cheater. Yeah. That's who, why. Who was not he's a go. cheater. That's why he's wow. not playing. Listen to the relief he's in Ben's cheater. voice. He's so happy no I'm not going to kick his ass. All. I am, uh, I'm just pointing out right. to the listener that Eddie was not picked. They're tired of no, you kicking was not. your ass. He was not. I understand yeah. it. He was not. All right, let's get should, to the game. Should we have Sirius Sean pick the numbers? Let's get to the Oh, yeah. Sir, hold on a second. Sirius Sean, you want to be the, the person that picks the numbers? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Sean's very – he's dancing right now. Okay. Right. Dance at the helicopter. Who's going first? Me and uh, John are going first. So pick a number between 1 and 10. 7. I'm my lucky number 4. What? Four. Oh, no. 4. 4. Uh, who's, who yelled out seven? Was it four? Yeah, smoke yeah, runner. Smoke runner. Ben's not talking to you. <laughs> you ah. What's wrong with you? How dare you? All right. Let's go with, uh, let's see, number four you picked. Uh, let's go with, hmm. Let's see. I, I got a couple of options here. Let's see. What do I want to do here? Any day now. Well, Stop no, cheating, ben. I'm not Stop cheating. Cheating. I'm not cheating. How dare you? He's, your typing. Fingers, yeah, he's typing into the computer I right am, now. I am not. Uh, let's go with energy. Fuel. No. <laughs> okay, let's steal this one. Wait a minute. I think Smoke Runner just guessed. No, no, that no, was me. No, that was you, John. Yeah. That was, okay. Their voice, yeah, that was yeah, their voices Quack are on. similar. Okay, I apologize. All right. Quack on. Smoke runner. Here we go. <laughs> Quack on. Eddie. Oh, all right. Oh, stop. Come on. My God. All right. Smoke I, runner. I'm, I'm, I'm a stop. loser. <laughs> Listen. Here we go. <laughs> Voltage. Hi. <laughs> no, that's what you are. Yeah, You're high. Serious. All right, I I will go. Uh, Just like the ducks, John. Let's go with current. He he said uh, whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. voltage, current, yeah. Uh, and uh, oh boy, um, electricity. Yeah! yeah, woo! Good guys take the lead. Yeah. If I was Ben, you can I'd put be it on the board. Saying, he got it from my you can put it on the board. What is that? Like seven hundred points? On. Come on, Danny, uh, or eight? On, but we're Danny cheaters, board. right? All right, put your on. blunt down, Let, smoke runner. No, keep smoking. Let's go. <laughs> keep going. Here we go. All right, serious Sean to pick our word here. Serious Sean, what uh, what number do you want to pick? Um, I'm going with six. Number six. Okay, number six. Okay, here we go. Any day now. Seasoning. <laughs> what? What seasoning? Seasoning is the. <laughs> this is great. You can hear his mind working. Gosh, this is awesome. You're, you're, I love you, Smoke Runner. I want yeah, you to play every week. Just not Smoke Runner. Pick Ben next time. No, no, you're doing great, Smoke Runner. Keep going. You're seasoning wanting. is the clue. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> you can't come over there. This is so funny. This is great. Oh, my God. This is so fun. Five seconds. Uh, All right. <laughs> Not that that's going to help. Come just, on. Come on. Call just throw on. something out. Tentative. What? What? Tentative. Tentative? <laughs> I said seasoning. That's a great. That's a great answer. Listen, that's a good answer. I thought Boy, you were. I thought you really great. are a Ducks fan, aren't that you? That is good. All right, <laughs> all right. He, he uh, John, John, you heard me, John. He's, he said seasoning. Yeah, you don't have uh, to use my clue too. I, I, I will go uh, flavor. What? Oh, he said taste. Oh, 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 oh. oh yes. Smoke right. <laughs> You're in no position to laugh. You are in no position. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Oh, Smoke runner. Smoke runner. Get it together here. Get it together. Take a deep breath. All right. You heard those clues. My next clue. Z-E-S-T. Zest. Yeah, that'll help. Excuse me. Uh, uh, I have a bit of a, a hearing disability. Oh, who let this Can guy? Can you please on? repeat? That, that would be cool. He's now he's uh, now he's looking it up. See now, Smoke Runner's now uh, looking it up. You would know from experience how somebody does Eddie, that. Eddie, <laughs> you, you, I know uh, you're, you're out of the game here. I know you're really upset. Ben, that can I'm we go to the right. bullpen, Ben? Please. 
Well, let's see what he, I want to see what he comes up with. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear I want to hear Danny G. <laughs> and, 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 repeat, and repeat, repeat, repeat the uh, word. All right, uh, zest, zest, zest. Danny G should he's, be able to repeat the word. Brother, I did. He doesn't Z-E-S-T, know what that is. Though. He doesn't zest. know. He doesn't understand what that is. I. Uh, all right, uh, <laughs> you know to get it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> We'll get somebody else. Find somebody else, Coop. All right. Uh, hold on, John. Uh, Great job, Smoke Runner. We love you, but Should we just end awful. this? I feel like we should end this. I feel like we should end No, it's just... only, what is it? It's only 8 nothing. It's still a game. <laughs> it's over. It's a shutout. <laughs> it's like, please. Get somebody else, Danny. Yeah. Conclusion of Password, I think. Uh, we'll do it. And back to Password we go. The word game of the stars. Password. Hey, Coop, and Ben complained about our game yesterday, how boring it this was. This is a wonderful game. I, <laughs> Smoke Runner a, has been so entertaining. Wreck. He has been so wonderful. It we been, should have Smoke Runner play It would have been more entertaining week. had he picked you. No, we, no, no, no. I just we were laughing about a tweet. Someone said that Mount St. Mallor would have erupted not had Smoke Runner picked no, you. No, I would have handled it with class and dignity, <laughs> and I would not have gotten upset at all. I think Smoke Runner is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I, and those are not uh, hollow words. I want him to play every right. one of our games. Who we got in the bullpen? Oh, you're going to the bullpen? Oh. What a wuss. Yeah, why Smoke not? Runner, how do you, 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 should, you, you should oh, uninvite Smoke You should uninvite Danny G to the movie party. He's stalling here. Okay. Yeah. We're running right. out of time. All right. Well, Lance is there and John, but uh, me and John get to yep. go first here. Okay. Go ahead, Coop. Oh, actually, oh. no, uh, Sirius Sean. Sean. Hold on, pick a number, Look Sirius Look at Ben Sean. trying to cheat. What a I'm surprise. Uh, Sean, pick a number, Sean, between one and ten, but not four and not. Well, wait, uh, we didn't do the other word. No, we're throwing that word out. The word we were looking for was uh, spice. 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 So. Not salt. Oh, I was going to say spice. My next clue. That's a lie. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sean, pick a number. Hurry up. All right. Number nine. Number nine. All right. Uh, we got this. All right. Uh, John, seafood. Ooh. Fish. Yeah. There you go. Woo. 18 to nothing. Go ahead, Danny. For pride, you don't want to get shut out. Well, you, you, we got to get a number. All right, go ahead, Sean. Pick a number quick. Two. Two. All Two. right. Hmm. Okay, let's see. You um, got Lance. You're playing with a guy named Lance in Tulsa. Constitution. Oh, come on. Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see what Smoke Runner's got? <laughs> yeah, I do. I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, right. Hold on. Hey, Smoke Runner, what do you got? I build constitutions. Danny, you're playing with you two. You have two contestants. You got three people. You can't come up with an answer. This is uh, amazing here. What would your clue be for that word, Big Guy? Uh, John, my my clue is decree. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's, document. What do you say? What was Document. That? No, it's no. not. That's what the other guy said. All right, we. It was smoke. Co- smoke runner was right. It's, it's bill of constitution. Uh, John, <laughs> uh, John is the winner. It was law. That means law. I win. Oh, I job, am back runner. in the winner's circle. <laughs> I am the champion what an of the awful world. Game that was. That was a, a snooze fest. <laughs> I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.